Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly round of all the big stories in CSGO. Quicker than a team can claim the bounty on EG's head. A quick yep. reminder, rate and review is the end of the episode. It really helps us. I'm Logan. This is AZ-esque. changing things this week we're gonna we're gonna start things with a bunch of rapid fire stories and then we'll get into like a bigger main story at the end where we're thinking of ways to improve how we we present this so uh let us know via feedback or by emailing me at logan at retaildr.gg if you like the new format or not and if you hate it please don't email me i don't need that <laughs> <laughs> if you hate it just blame somebody else yeah if you hate it just tweet at the RetailDR account that you don't like gerbils. Um, specifically those words and tell no him, context. Tell us you hate Stuart Lil. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start today with a bunch of rapid fire stories. So our first bit is Nerds was confirmed to be stepping in for Valda on Ents. Uh, this was rumored that he was apparently supposed to be the next person on the like set that he was uh that it was the next expected uh join to Ents and after like what three days or something like that uh it was confirmed that after taking a little Danish uh side road that they are back on the Ents must have an Israeli train yeah Nuts is very talented um I wasn't certain on him and then I sort of looked more into his recent form and how he's been playing recently and he's quite clearly made the step up from a good tier two player to a very very good tier two player now it's the next step is can you reproduce that form at tier one level if there's any in-game leader who can bring that out of him you would imagine it's snappy yep so uh nerds is coming from the endpoint team which i think formerly had kirby i don't think it's still current i, I think he dipped for a little yeah, bit no no he he's he uh, dipped. Unattached, oh yeah, yeah yeah because we uh we talked about him possibly thinking about going to astralis and then nothing ever came of that which was a time yeah. um but he was on that team and he was doing a really really good job on that team that team also was the the same team that produced flame z okay. uh they replaced flames with nerds so you're seeing a, a little it's bit a of a pattern pipeline. here yeah and you can tell that the smart teams have realized that there's talent in that area of the world and i mean i mean endpoint also went for boros um who's also very talented from you know True. from the east uh, I, I'm not. So I'm, I don't want to like, commit because I can't remember exactly I'm where he's from. Barely and... certain he's from Jordan. Okay. Well, either way, he he's from the, the like east of Europe. Yes. Um. And like, there's clearly talent there that isn't being picked up by some of the other teams. So some of the smarter teams are going, ah, oh, this is undervalued talent. Bring him in. Nuts is the was the next in that line, and now he's got the step up to ends. We'll see if he can reproduce that form. Uh, next on the list is a little mini story of our main story. Our main story today is obviously going to be ESL Pro League. Um, but a little mini story is that Jax is stepping in for Dupree for EPL. Dupree is going away for paternity leave. Uh, last time we saw Jax play, I need to add the Z in the notes. A A Apple Notes autocorrected Jax to Jack. Uh <laughs> yeah, I did think that. But... And just, so... just Jack. Just Jack, Jack. Is stepping in for them. Yeah, yeah. Nova Design is stepping in for Vitality. Uh, I uh, hope not. <laughs> for everyone, you don't have, you don't have to play with him. I have to play with him sometimes. <laughs> so Jack's 
former French player for G2 will be stepping in for Dupree. That's the last time we saw him play on a real Tier 1 team. He's been playing in the uh, the French scene for a little bit since that point, but I don't think anyone other than Nell would really consider the French scene to be Tier 1 right now. So I even Nell, though. I mean, if anything, he's the biggest like shit talker of France. I will say that this move sort of logically in my mind makes sense. Jax is kind of just a worse version of Dupree. Like, he's got an amazing deagle, he's got good mechanics, he's a lockdown CT player who hard entry on T-side. Role-wise, it makes sense. He's slightly worse, but he's got good mechanics. He'll be fine. And he's French, which means his French. lineup becomes more French. vitality is actually French. a French team. Yeah, because they'll have three French players. Insane. Yeah. And they <laughs> will be worse because of it. Makes perfect sense. Uh, all right, next on the docket, Hyped. We talked about last week Searson stepping down and Hyped temporarily being brought up to the big roster to stand in. Uh, that's official. He's official now. That's, yeah. that's the whole story. Hyped is yep. officially the Searson is taking a break, supposedly. I don't know what that means. We've seen a lot of quote-unquote breaks that aren't really breaks. Um. Hopefully Searson comes back. Hopefully Hampus comes back as well on that IP. But right. I'm not holding my breath. Yep. I mean, I I hope both of them come back to Counter Strike. Let's let, let's keep it on. I hope both of them come back to Counter Strike. Yeah. Not specifically their teams, perhaps, depending yeah. on what was happening. Um. Next is a tweet. We're going to try and start putting tweets up in the YouTube video. So if you're not watching on YouTube, you don't get to see the tweets. But we'll explain them. Um. <clears throat> Native Sapphix has been like kind of saying that he's he's got this undefined team that they're unaware that like we've been saying is going to happen um that was supposed to get picked up by a roster for like seven years and they never did the team got released it's a Cillian, richie bibu uh i can't even jedka jedka who's standing in at nato on off i don't care about any of that the important bit about this at least in my mind is the fact that the coach of this team is crystal yeah i like crystal but he basically said he didn't want to win game lead anymore. He was bored of being a punching bag because of his bad stats. It's like, well, yeah, but also, who cares if you've got bad stats? Your teams are usually pretty good. Yeah, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and we'll talk about it again in about five minutes, um, in the fact that Crystal and Sheikh Zula play similar roles. In that Yeah, they're, they're talent they, farmers. Yeah, they seem to find the best of talent, um, regardless of how well they play or how well their teams do, is they always are able to find the next big is the wrong word, but the next big player, the next yeah, big yeah. talent the, 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 that come through. Crystal consistently creates good players. From, yeah, from, like he he he's not turning straw into gold, but he's certainly turning it into a more valuable metal. Yeah, he'll be he'll be making you. He's going to reinforce fundamentals, same yeah, way yeah, as Sheikh does. So it's good to see him move into a coaching role because that makes that kind of seems like it's the a, next. It's a shame step. it's on this team, which is so yeah. dead. Yeah, so that's the that's the problem. That's the big uh, that big asterisk with this team is Crystal is great at finding people who are who are kind of outliers and bringing them in to be like these like really good role players, like pretty decent players for everyone other than this team. This team, uh, maybe Bifu and Richie are really good, and we just don't know it yet. But, but like Asilian has been trotted out so many times to yeah, just show think, that he's. I think the less okay. we talk about Asilian is probably the better. Yeah, uh, same. The guy in, is controversial. Same in uh, to a degree in terms of NATO on just 
we've seen them play a million times. So, all right, next on the uh, next on the the little rapid fire docket we got going on here. Um, actually, the last one. This is gonna be the longest of the rapid fire stories. It's our it's our secondary story, if you would. Um, evil geniuses, famed in North <laughs> America. Um, they did not make the major. Not only did they not make the major, um, you'll notice that the major isn't until like what May, and we're sitting in February. They didn't make it out of the closed RMR, the the closed yeah, qualifier so for the RMR. So if they didn't not... make it in to the qualifier, qualifier to the for the for the play-in for the major. Yeah. So there was they there... failed in the qualifier to the qualifier to the play-in to the major. They used to be top five in the world. Yeah. So that on its own should have been enough of like a, an issue. And we'll talk about, well, we'll give some analysis on that in a second. And they um, did it from but... NA. It's the easiest yeah. one to qualify from. So that in itself was a, was kind of a huge deal. Um, but it only got brought bigger. Um, and I'm, we're looking at this tweet right now, which has half a million views on it. Um, <laughs> from Kassad. Famed onlooker of North American Counter Strike, um, tweeting famed that the hater. <laughs> yeah, uh, the team quote the team that eliminates EG from the RMR closed qualifier will receive a one thousand dollar prize from me. Which is putting... just a great tweet. What a yeah. fucking guy. This is a this is just fantastic. I I I aspire to hate this well. I'm a I'm a pretty good hater, but I wish I was this much of a hater. This is so, phenomenal. Yeah, I, I want I want to break this down for a minute. So, a team that is right now not in the top thirty, but is an organization that should definitely be in the top thirty. A team that we'd theoretically say on a normal day is a top three team in North America. Um, not that there's that much competition to well, be a top three team. A top three, a top ten, and a top twenty team in North America, uh, and. A top 100 team in North America. Yeah. So you did four teams. But basically, teams that are should be pretty well-known and pretty good within their respective region. Um, yeah. And they've got 20 players rostered. Actually, I think it's more right now because of them picking up Junior, but we'll get to that in a second. So with all of that, you'd expect them to make the qualifier for the qualifier for the majors play-ins. Yeah. Um, so from NA. that from NA, which again, this is unprecedentedly bad. Let, let let me let's let's be very clear about this. A team called Yur made it through, which yeah. who beat them, who beat them, which was made up of former players from EG. Yeah, Yur was um Yur had Dirty Montana who wasn't a former player, but Clacia who definitely was. On yeah, Clacia was the black. I don't know the difference between black or white, and I refuse to learn the difference because it doesn't matter. But yeah, it doesn't matter either way. But um, yeah, so that happened. Um, and then today, to to just dump all onto this, an article came out today from HLTV. Um, which was an interview with Nafly, in which he talked about a lot of things, and then at the end, this was with uh, Maui Snake and I think Scrawny. I I read the the, the written out version. There's a video version as well, um, where he he said, "Quote: 
Uh, the, uh, I'm going to quote the article here. The final leg of the interview began with Maui Snake inquiring about NASA's potential rumored move to EG at the start of 2022. Not only did the Canadian refuse to hold back as why he turned on the transfer, but also gave him a glimmer of insight as why Liquid was so dysfunctional in 2021. I did not want to play with Liquid towards the end of 2021. The right player began. I was having some issues with how the team was being run, how it operated times, how some players could act sometimes. When I was talking to EG management, that was some of the worst management I think I've ever talked to probably in my life, he continued, providing a damning assessment of the New York, New York North American organization. <laughs> They're clearly not handling their team properly at all. I was like, Liquid is late years ahead of this organization. I would be an idiot to go join this team. Real. <laughs> Real <Fairly>. and based. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> that is a... That is a takedown. And you you also just can't argue against it. Like, oh, no. Liquid are clearly light years ahead. So, to to recap what's happened in the last, like, week. EG failed to make the qualifier for the qualifier for the major. They actually almost failed to make the qualifier for the qualifier for the qualifier for the major, but we'll, we'll jump past that part for a second. They then had a bounty put on them by famed Serbian Kassad, also famed North American Counter-Strike hater, Kassad. Just just famed all-round hater. Famed hater, Kassad. For, Legendary hater. For no publicly known reason. Um, there's It's rumored that there was he was like up for a coaching job with them or something they didn't. But like... Well, no, isn't it because he talked... Like, after they beat Heroic, I think he was on the... Oh, day, yeah. He was one of the analysts that Gamerdoc was like... The analysts keep talking about... How heroic didn't show up, step, stand out, like step out the echo chamber, and I think he was just like, "Well, fuck you then." Like, let's sure. let's really pay attention to what EG are doing if that's what you want me to do. That's how I see it, and he's fucking right to do so. They called him out, said <laughs> you need to pay attention to what EG are doing. So he's paying attention to what EG are doing. What EG are doing is getting absolutely devastated by Malb's MD. A guy a year ago, we both said they should have signed. So Malb's. <laughs> The t- uh, team one slash Los Grandes or something like that. I, I yeah, don't, I don't understand what's happening. The, with team they're one going right now. through a rebrand. I think. I think. Okay. Either way, um, but team one claimed this thousand dollar bounty, which, by the way, via Twitter has officially gotten claimed, and they are going yep. skiing with the bounty. Bounty, amazing, which, which is absolutely fantastic. But they got a bounty put on them. The bounty was then claimed. Then they signed Junior. Because of course that's what you do. They signed Junior to EG Black. To replace Wiz. To replace Wiz. And then after that, NAF went on HLTV and absolutely devastated their entire thing. So that's the kind of week they're having. It is just so much fun just like piling on on EG. I don't know why I hate them so much. Everyone (laughs) hates them. Everyone like is just enjoying their downfall and it's just so funny to me. The, the this worst is the most community of... I've ever seen from an esports. Like, this is amazing. The, the worst bit about this, right, is that this literally has only happened in the last week. Like, all of this happened in. This is not like over a month and a half of like stuff happening and like, oh, Kasai put the bounty on and then we forgot and then the cop. No, no, no. This is literally. <laughs> the bounty was four days ago. <laughs> it was four days ago. <laughs> Do, you know what the best bit? Do you know what the best bit about the tweet from Kasad is? He doesn't say if a team eliminates EG. No, no, the we'll team that he does. says the team that eliminates them, which suggests that he knew they were going to go. Like, there's no like that. There's no question in his mind. Like, the team that does it, I'm going to give money to. Not if and, a team does it. 
And the comment section, by the way, is just so good, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, ah, oh, it's so good. And I, just, so, just so we could talk about what actually <laughs> happened. So that they did make it 3-2 in the qualifier, but, but then they had there were seven place places. Yeah. Yes. And their seventh place game was against Team 1. Malb's MD, his stats in this game are fucking insane. He went 63 and 35 in, in two maps, in two maps, neither of which went to overtime. He dropped 63 kills. 37 of those kills were headshots. Bear in mind, Breezy, who's supposedly paid 30 to 40 grand a month, only had 34 kills, never mind headshots. Uh, he had over 100 ADR, which over two maps is always insane. A 1.57 rating. Like, he had the most opening kills in the in the game as well. Like, they got dicked by this kid. I, I've been hiding around for ages, but he is just dicked, EG. Let's do it by this metric. Malve is a good player, and we all know that. But EG is supposed to be the poster child for people like Breezy and Automatic and Hexed and Wiz to do really well. And the only person on this team in this series that sported a positive rating was Neilan. Yeah. Also, this game happened at like one in the morning or some shit because yeah. last scheduling was terrible. And EG had like a three hour, like a four hour break before this game. And Team One came right from their game before. Yeah, like they didn't get to eat and shit. There's there's a whole thread from uh from pace pacemaker peacemaker about like blast being just kind of the worst in terms of scheduling. That came I know there from was this. issues with the Asian one as well, which was uh, I think were fixed in the end. But um, yeah, no, uh, th this was just a monster performance from Malbs. But like, bro, like you, this is a guy you didn't want to sign because you didn't think he was good enough. He's he's better than what you've got currently. I can tell you that much. Yeah, they were supposed to play 45 minutes after a BO3, and uh, EG hadn't played for the first, uh, like, four hours previously, and they said that if Team 1 didn't show up to this game, they would forfeit. Um, And then Team 1 came and whooped. Yeah. What a week. <laughs> yeah, I this has been great. I, it's fucking great. I... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy how much everyone dislikes EG. It's just so funny to me. Oh, by the way, Logan, did you know that we're on a new team together? What what what, what team is that? We're on your team, dear listeners. Yes, you, listeners. I'm talking about you. We sit here every week on your coaching bench and we make sure you become 50% more informed, 30% smarter, and 100% funnier. Do not add those up. It does not add up to 100%, but that's okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd strongly question the 100% funnier, but yeah, you're right. But And we do all this, we don't even get paid for any of it. We don't need any money. I mean, if you want to give us some, that's fine. Yeah. But all we actually need from you is to be a good teammate. What do good teammates do? They have your back. They support you. The best way to support us is by hitting that subscribe or follow button. Whether you're listening on Spotify or YouTube or whatever other podcast platform, by subscribing, you help us reach a bigger audience and hopefully one day attract some sponsors to this team of ours. So... Go and hit subscribe now. Right now. We'll be right here when you get back. I'm watching you. Okay. We're going to get to our main story now. Uh, the big the big Kahuna story here, which is ESL Pro League. Um, I want to start this off with a take in which I talked about a lot on the Dust 2 stream last week. Uh, when we had downtime in between, you know, the downfall of Evil Geniuses and Cheaters being banned live. Um, which is that ESL Pro League really isn't a league anymore. Check. Um, 
It never really was. I, I, I want to explain this. So it it's used to be you played within a group, you played with like a conference, right? You played a round robin, so you, everyone played each other, and then the best team from the little round robin went on, and then you did a bracket at the end. Yeah, now it's just now it's just a normal tournament. That yeah, now it's just, just like four groups in a tournament, and there's 32 teams, and so it's eight groups per group, eight teams per group, and you just go. And that just, I don't know. Rename your shitty SL. It's not Pro League anymore. It's Pro Tournament or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. It's not a league. But then, like, for some reason in esports, people just have a real issue with round robin. Like, HMT, anytime there's a round robin tournament, somebody on HLTV gets really upset and writes an article about how round robin stinks and it's bad and nobody likes it. I want I want E-League to come back because that's how a league is run. You play, just, like, three matches a week or something like that, and you just yeah. play them on random nights. Uh, bring me back. To, bring Yuli back. Um, that has nothing to do with this matter, but bring Yuli back. Um, so I want to go through some uh, a bunch of... I want to go through the, the format of how this league works now. I want to go through power rankings that we think from Group A, and then I want to talk about the openers, some of which will be done by the time we get to that. Um... So the the current format is there's four opening matches per group. There's a lower bracket, an upper bracket. That's normal. And then there's the last chance stage, which means the teams that lose in the lower bracket go to a third bracket. So it's like triple elimination. And it starts getting real complicated when you hit the, the last chance oh. stage. Um <laughs> This is gonna be, look, and I and I truly mean look, this, the most confusing tournament to see if a team is still in this event or not. My brothers in Christ, ESL. I like you guys. I've worked with ESL loads of times. Good lot of good people there. This fucking sucks. I'm gonna hold you. This fucking sucks. Why? Why does it need to be this complicated? Like, this is like. The thing I hate about Blast is I. If it takes me more than thirty seconds to figure out what the format is, maybe that's on me, but I'm not interested. It should be quite so. double elimination, best of three like GSL groups. That I get it. Round robin groups, double elimination, fine, perfect. What the what fuck's the f- going on? Swiss system, we even get that now. Swiss we've system's had... fucking great. I love Swiss system. So, Bring so Swiss system back. But we've had Swiss what? system in the major for like seven years now, so like we get that one now too. Have a thirty, <laughs> have a thirty-two group, thirty-two team group Swiss system. I love it. <laughs> well, I think you'd have to so play chaotic. six. Get. I think you'd have to win six to go through. That's so. The Swiss chaotic. system's normally it. with sixteen, isn't it? I mean, in this you have to you have to win three to get through, but like you. If you're super curious about this, please go to the HLCV page because it is a clusterfuck in the amount of games that you have to play. If yeah, you I... lose one game, like, yeah, each group takes a week and we're playing like three games a day. I, I think the, the biggest problem is it makes people not care so much about the playoffs because they've been invested <laughs> for so long. Like, they're, they're either going to stop caring halfway through or they're going to like be jaded before the playoffs. Well, or there's going to be people that just look at this and go, yeah, I have no fucking clue what's going on. I'm not watching this shit. And then they'll get to the playoffs and they'll go, oh, okay, sure. I guess we get like 
four teams from per group or some shit at this point, or three teams per group, and then we're, we're okay, great, we're done. Like, I don't even know how many teams go into the playoffs. I think it's four. I think we get somehow get half this group gone. Yeah, last chance winner, third place, second place, first place. Somehow we, with all of this, all it comes down to is we eliminate the bottom half of teams. Bring back the Swiss system. Um, 32 groups, Swiss <laughs> system, six wins gets you through. I want it. Let's do it. All right, so I want to do... It actually can't take any longer than this. Yeah, really. And it would have better games, because then you have, like, the four... What, what would it be? The 5-5 five, five games or some shit like that? Yeah, it'd be chaos. And you do best of ones. That's fine. When you're doing Swiss system, you do best of ones up until the best of three port. All right, where it's like if you get a limit, if you're gonna get eliminated, or you have to go through, you have to win best of three. That's okay. I'm game with that. Run it like the major. Yeah. All right. Or just have like two. Is it sixteen teams normally in a Swiss system? You could just have two Swiss systems side by side, Group A yeah, and Group that, B. That would be fun too. That'd be great. But do it. But do a also draw show for that. to a league as well. Do a draw show for that and break teams into like the top eight teams. And then the middle eight teams, and then no, the bottom. Do you, know, do you know what they should do? The two top seeds, so G two and Heroic. Oh, they do in each group, and they pick who's in the. They either they oh. either pick who's in each other's group, or they pick who's in their own group. I don't know what's better. No, I think you do both. I think the first round is like you pick four teams that you want in your group, and then you pick four teams you want to be in the other group. Mm. So that way, so that way you know no, that there's no. coming that you're gonna have to pick teams for the other group. So maybe you want to pick them for yourself. There's got to be some strategy involved. Yeah, right? this this is great. I love I'm in, this. I'm in. I'm all in on this. Let us plan events. The TLDR Invitational coming soon to your TVs. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good fun. Just oh, I just <laughs> want to invite EG and watch them lose. I, I mean, they're they're free. The thing, right, this is the best thing about Group A. We've barely mentioned what's happening in Pro League. The best <laughs> thing about Group A is that EG are going to get banged yeah, out. EG are here, which is. <laughs> So dumb. Okay, I want to do a quick power rankings um, of the teams that are here without having knowledge of the matches that have gone on, even though um, we, we obviously do, because I see the two matches that have finished already. Um, teams here are Outsiders, IHC, MIBR, Fnatic, Cloud9, <laughs> Evil Geniuses, um, Eternal Fire, and G2. Um, yeah. So I wrote my power ranking now really quickly. Um, I'm going to say it. I'll explain some, some stuff, because there's some explanations in here, and then uh, Elliot will go ahead with uh, with his power ranking. So my power ranking is G two at one. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, um, they're no, real I good. E- even though they're uh, they're ESL Pro League intro letters, uh, kind of clowning them. All for right. Sure. <laughs> so I wrote that a month ago. I, I my, knew. my deadline for that was a month ago, and I. Uh, uh... For, for what context, I, was I supposed to assume they won Katowice? Uh, oh, oh, I, I get got context here for a second. ESL's fault for giving me an early deadline. I'll fucking know, but I'm going to get blamed for it, and it's not my fucking fault. We got a context here for a second. People on Twitter, and by people I mean Thorin on Twitter, was upset with the fact that um, G2 got clowned on for only winning one trophy in the last couple of months, and. Thorin took that as ESL doesn't recognize other other tournament organizer it events. Couldn't possibly in, be anything else, could it? When in reality, the uh, the due date was prior to them winning at Cato, so Elliot was in fact only referencing other tournament organizers' events. Um, but yep. <laughs> either way, so G two at number one. Um, I have outsiders at number two. Um, we we said 
a lot about outsiders previously on how they're a really big skill check to teams that are kind of not super together, um, but are <clears throat> but they still look good. Um, Fnatic are right below them to me. I think the Fnatic is super kind of all over the place, and the only reason I put them here is because I have a feeling they're going to have a good tournament. Um, but like mm, it's nice. kind of a vibe check thing for me. Um, Cloud Nine is right below them. Um, I don't know how to feel about Cloud Nine right now. Well, you the... have Eternal Fire seventh. Yeah, they just one CCT, bro. Yeah, to, 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 uh, let me get to that. I haven't gotten there yet. Ah, that decent <laughs> man. Zaltaris is about to fry. Cloud Nine below Fnatic, um, and then I have what I termed in here the big ass drop, which is the we now drop a good chunk, um, in which I have IHC. Then I have MIBR, and MIBR is only here because of Insaney, who's absolutely cracked. Then I have Eternal Fire, and then I have EG. So the big ass <laughs> drop should be between whoever's seventh and EG for a start. I mean, yeah, there's. I I figure that there was a, a universally known big ass drop between also, anyone. At... Putting the big ass drop between Cloud9 and IHC is very brave, given what <laughs> happened the last time those two met. Eternal yeah. Fire, I think, are pretty hard done by. They just won CCT. They've got Jean Tarez. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Jean give me, Tarez is give a me top the power 30 ranking. player in the world. Give me the power rankings. Uh, G2, Massive Gap, Outsiders, Cloud9, Eternal Fire, Fnatic, IHC, MIBR, Massive Gap, EG. Fnatic are not very good. Okay. I mean, uh, that... Um, Fnatic not being good is a reasonable take. Um, G- I, I G2, think... are, G2 are the best team in the world, yeah, G- and then like, the next, like, outsiders are, like, fifth? Yeah, and then it's just... Gap between them. And then it's a decent drop to, like, Cloud9 or like Fnatic Cloud9... is, like, 14, 13, the, somewhere in there. The gap like... between outsiders and Cloud9 is smaller than the gap between outsiders and G2. I'd say that. And I think Cloud9 are the third best team in this group. I don't... Like, I know they've been kind of shit recently, but they're better than Fnatic. I hate C... I, I will say IHC versus Fnatic is probably closer than Cloud9 versus Fnatic. I think IHC are closer to Fnatic than Fnatic are to Cloud9. I, don't, I really don't think Fnatic are very good. Nikodos is just kind of bad. Um, MIBR have one player, so they're like seven. EG yeah. have zero players, so they're eight. I mean, my, my, my Eternal Fire take was that uh, yeah, Eternal Fire has one player, and it's Zeta. yeah. So Jantares is better than Insanity. Yeah, but I so the reasoning I put Eternal Fire below MIBR is because Eternal Fire up one player and it's Antares, who has higher highs than uh, Insania on MIBR, but I trust the supporting cast of MIBR a little bit more than I trust the supporting cast of Eternal Fire if Insani or Antares have a bad day. Not entirely unreasonable. <laughs> but Jantares, I, did, I actually don't care if people disagree with us. Jantares is one of the 30 best players in the world. He might be one of the 20 best players in the world. Jean Torres is absolutely, unbelievably good at Counter-Strike. I, I actually do not care if, if people are like, oh, he's on a shit team. He is a fucking monster. He is an unbelievable player. And the fact that Eternal Fire are even allowed into events like this is entirely because Jean Torres is one of the best players in the world. Because the rest of that team is garbage. It's awful. But Jean Torres is unbelievable. Here's the number one thing. I don't remember who's on the rest of that Eternal Fire team, and it doesn't matter. I just had to look. It's like Major, Emor, Calyx, and somebody else. 
Oh, so it's just space soldiers. Xfloud. Xfloud's fucking <laughs> awful. It's space soldiers. Yeah. But without Paz, who is who's actually pretty good. Um, I'd also just like to note the universality of G2 being number one and EG being number last. Yeah, um, it's going to blow I, up in our face. G2 are going to go out of this group somehow. Is this I'm going to put... Yeah, it's it's lovely. Um, so, four opening matches. Um, Outsiders IHC, which just finished 2-0. But don't let that fool you because the Inferno was really, really close and that yeah. legitimately could have gone either way. The Overpass... IHC had, like, really good at Inferno, though. Like, they, the they over... took everyone close on Inferno. The Overpass was definitely a little bit more sketchy. Um, but there's a really, really, really insane play from Techno. Um, I guess a yeah. knife in the back and a, like a 1v4 clutch or something like that. Um, really good play. Uh, their overpass left a little to be desired, but that was that was the Outsiders map pick either way. And yeah, kind of just. I very quickly, I just wanted to look this up because I was I wanted to back up what I just said about Giantares. So last year he was the second highest rated player in the world. Okay. Uh, and you might go, oh yeah, but he played against shit teams. Yeah, as I say, he's farming tier two Turkey. True. His his rating against top fifty opponents was one point two, but when he played against top five opponents, he dropped off to one point two four. He's a god. <laughs> his rating goes up the better the team he's playing against is, and it starts at one point two. All right, I've decided that we're we're creating the uh, the the TLDR Invitational going to be zero prize pool. This is a 1v1 between Xantaris no. and Malbs. No, it's a 1v1 between Xantaris and the entirety BG. Um, <laughs> actually, wait, we may see that. We may see yep. that this week. <laughs> we may see that tomorrow. Um, I, I'm i more... The the TLDR invitation was just all the teams that didn't make the major that should have made the major just play together. There are many. So there are many teams. It's like one Movie Star. No, you just take all three EG teams. That's three to start with. Yeah. Um, Furia's female team who can't make the major because of conflict of interest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Movie Star. You could we could we could get something together, man. This would be a tier two tournament to end all tier two tournaments. And it would be awful. The best part is everyone plays hundred ping. <laughs> this is the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> This is no. just a terrible idea. I, I get to watch all three EG teams playing on ping. That sounds awful. Or would anyone watch it? For the I'd rather, I genuinely would rather watch Jantares play aimbots. <laughs> um, so the other two openers. So Outsiders beats IHC. Uh, Fnatic just beat MIBR 2-0. Uh, two close maps, I believe. Although... Stupid HLTV isn't helping me here today. Um, nope, never mind. That's a lie. They got banged on Ancient. Yeah, I'd be right. Absolutely. Got, I mean, 16 12 is a pretty comfortable win as well. Like, if you win 16 12, you're like, yeah, you're pretty comfortable with that. It's like winning by two goals. But 16 7 is, um, is a little, little, little bit rough right there. Yeah. Um, especially with Fnatic having a really good T side. I feel like um, Ancient's actually T side now. Or at least it's even. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Um, I think Andrew probably is too said it. So there's two more uh, best of threes today for the openers. Uh, Cloud9 EG and Eternal Fire G2. Uh, theoretically, stats, life, uh, 
general uh, soothsayers would tell us that this should be Cloud9 winning and G2 winning. But um, I think EG's best way to prove Kassad wrong is to just go and beat up on Cloud9 today. Yeah, that'll happen. And then we And then we get more tweets. We just continue this news cycle. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, look, if, if EG get more than two maps, this tournament, probably this tournament. A, yeah, that's probably a success. They're guaranteed three games, by the way. They're guaranteed three best of threes. So they're yeah. guaranteed If nine. they get a map in each, they'll be really happy with that. Which is so, just hysterical to me. So making it out of this group, I think, is universally defined as uh, Outsiders, G2... Cloud Nine, and then you could think about and then the take your pick. Yeah. I I personally think it's Fnatic. I think you're probably think it's Eternal Fire. I think it's Jantara's Fire. I think he takes him out. Uh, but either way, it probably won't be Evil Geniuses. <laughs> I would assume not. I'm I look man. If Malv's MD is dropping a 1.57, I love Malv's MD. If he's dropping 1.57, Jean Tarez is going to eviscerate. He will leave a puddle on the floor. I'm will so be, excited. There will be nothing left of Evil Geniuses after Jean Tarez has his way with them. That's the TLDR match of the week. 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. The inevitable EG Eternal Fire match. It's our match to watch. Jean Tarez <laughs> will leave a what would what is left of Evil Geniuses <laughs> will be a puddle on the floor. Shantaris is going to and uh, he's going to fry them so badly. Alright. I'm I'm doing our I'm doing our cursory check of do we have any walk-ons uh that have happened while we started recording. And uh in fact it does not seem like we do other than Taco, Taco missing, missing Pro League. Pro League. There seems to be a lot of stand-ins, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, Pro but League. We, We'll 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 get to Taco Missing Pro League when we get to uh the talk rest about of the Zero League, yeah. Nation. But until that point, we'll be back again next week. Um a good reminder again, please let us know if you hated this format. If if you hated this format, make sure to tweet at the TLDR account that you hate gerbils. And if you liked this format, um or you want to see improvements in it, make sure to email me at Logan at retldr.gg. I will actually respond. Um, but until then, you can find us on Twitter at LoganRoundHub, at AZSK, and at RetealDR. And we'll be back again next week to talk about first beat. Hell yeah.